Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Trusted Tech Talks podcast with me, Aidan Popel, Senior Software Consultant. This week, I'm joined with Ricky Duckworth, Senior Software Engineer at Cinch, to discuss the pros and cons of pair programming. Thanks for joining me, Ricky. Hello, Aidan. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Good. Good, good Yeah, so me and you, uh, we go back years don't we um yeah we do we do it's a it's a funny story really um i'll, I'll let you tell it you're you're, yeah. you're the man to tell it yeah so many many years ago um a weekend after the clock in the morning i bumped into ricky in a in a uh, takeaway shop um just chatting as you do merrily and uh, <laughs> yeah just chatting. we had always a react developer at the time um and yeah it was just like well i recruit software developers and we just sort of relationships blossom from there really yeah gigs and uh and then you want to sing recently yeah I, I couldn't believe it we bumped into each other just started talking like out of the blue randomly didn't clock for a few minutes like i think you asked me what what my job was and i replied that i'm i was a react developer strictly a react developer at the time and you were like no way i can't believe it <laughs> and yeah from, from there like we've we've had both a working relationship and um yeah like a a friendship relationship as well yeah so it's, it's been quality, mate. It's, it's yeah. been good knowing you all these years, to be honest. Yeah, yeah so this week's um, topic is going to be the pros and cons of, of pair and mob programming. And you want to sort of get it from an aspect of a, of a social aspect, motivational, as well as touching on production, because I feel um, it's been covered a lot with regards to code production and, and code quality. So just getting it from the, the social side, really. Mm. So just for the listeners who, who aren't familiar with pair and mob programming, do you, do you want to just give us a brief overview, Ricky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, traditionally, like uh, as a programmer, for most of my career, I've been used to working by myself, you know, in silo, uh, yeah. even in a team, even in a squad, even in an agile squad, you know, just give them work to do and one developer work on one ticket, one work on another. Sometimes yeah. you might have a bit of crossover, um and then you know recently like the past few years um i was working at rs components a couple of years ago and um started started using it there uh, even before that at arcadia group um but that was my first experience it was only a short contract so i didn't get too much exposure mm-hmm. but yeah um instead of working by yourself you end up actually working on a piece of work just directly with another developer in pair programming or yeah. as part of mob programming you'll work with multiple developers and also other members of the squad, like designers maybe, or BAs or DevOps. Um, and yeah, the, yeah, it's um, it's a different way of working. And uh, yeah, we're going to the, the pros of it and, and yeah. maybe some of the cons as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. So I think you touched on this when we, we spoke yesterday and um, we had a brief call about, about the podcast and it, it didn't even spring to mind to me. We've obviously... You know, most people working fully remote or having a, a hybrid approach. Pair programming also covers on that social side of of having interaction and and motivation as well. So mm. you know, it's been a big help for you, hasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, with lockdown, like being a programmer is one of the one of the worst. Well, not the worst, obviously. It's nothing compared to um, you know, the NHS bless them and all the all the stuff they've done for us. But yeah, yeah. you know, like it's it's been really really difficult i mean myself like i suffer with bipolar and um being stuck in the same four walls like i've, I've mm. noticed the drastic effect it's had on my mental health and um Not having a routine uh, as well yeah yeah exactly like it's 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 just um it's just a completely different world that we're living in now and mm. um you know with working remotely um pair programming 
and mob programming it's become like a, a real good factor of that but in turn it's been a massive massive help like in terms of helping me you know stay focused helping me be positive while i'm working because you know you're working with your squad all, all, all yeah. day every day almost and if you've got a squad that you get on with which i'm lucky that i really really do the, the squad that mm. i work in at since you know it's one of the best squads that i've worked in yeah. um both on a personal level and due to the way that the squads are, are, are laid out as well which um we'll probably touch on at some point because that plays a big part in how mob programming works um, yeah. you know throughout the team um which is how, how we do it essentially we do it with with mob programmers most of the time in my squad specifically you know each squad has autonomy but yeah, yeah. that social side it's a huge part of it you get to know your team better um you know that the, there's a lot more respect that comes out of it and a lot more ideas that are spread about which again we'll touch into in, in a bit but yeah it's um yeah. It's a, cool. and then from a motivational um point of view is it the fact that you don't want to let the, the team down when you, you're solving the, the ticket and the problem? Or is it the fact that you can learn from different people and a mixture of both? Yeah, it's, it's a mixture of both. And, um, you know, like, sometimes I, I find it myself, like I said, I've got bipolar and ADD, and I, I can end up sort of not procrastinating, but sort of struggling with the tasks that I find more meaningful. And, I mean, this is down to me personally. And if you're pair programming on them, it... it, it, it makes you just work harder because you, you you know you want to yeah. you, you don't want to seem like you, you, you're coming across lazy or anything yeah but on the on the flip side as well like um you know it's it's also seeing like get, getting feedback on your code mm. from from both points of view if you get a positive feedback you know that's really endearing and it, it motivates yeah. you and it, it makes you want to get that as well it makes you want to show your team what you're capable of and then if you get constructive feedback as well, that's just, that's only going to improve you. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's always a good, as a programmer, you're always wanting to learn. And, um, you know, it's, it's different in comparison to like, in, in, in other in other lines of work, it, sometimes it could be like, you know, you've got someone listening to your call. And, um, yeah. you, you know, th th that can sometimes seem like something that's quite like overpowering and right. make you make you worry and make you anxious but yeah you find as 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 a if you're in a good squad you know um as my programmer it's it's really endearing and really beneficial to um you know your confidence as a programmer yeah grow and develop from from you can sort of pick especially with mob program you can pick skills from different members of your squad and mm. you know, and grow and develop and, and it will benefit the the squad and if there's like different like diversity in the squad yeah. you can learn yeah. from different people um so no that, that's, that's really cool and it's, it's nice obviously you touched on it from a social point of view because i personally didn't think of it from that point of view i just thought of it from so production and, and coding yeah. Yeah, yeah and then the quality of the code as well you know i don't know is, is that going to be better with you know more eyes on it and more people working um, yeah, so in interesting. You touched on something at the start there about um, the diversity in your squad, and you know, yeah. bringing in different different talent from your squad. And that w when you're pair programming and when you're working by yourself, you definitely don't get that insight. Yeah. But if, if, like you say, if you bring someone who's um, you know a back end engineer and you're working on front end, or bring in someone that's DevOps, or so, you know, even someone that's a, a BA or a, or a UI designer, you to start. Oh, sorry, interrupt you there, but even like even some from the types of industries they've worked in. I've yeah. noticed from developers that have been in, say, digital agencies or been in, mm -hmm. you know, fast-paced startups where they've, they've had to wear many hats. Definitely, so definitely. From, from somebody who's been from like a 
uh, I don't know, big FTSE 100 company, you know, there's, mm. if, I think you can get diversity from, from different coding backgrounds as well. A hundred percent. You touched on it on your, um, you know, in your previous podcast, well, one of your previous podcasts, sorry. And, um, you know, myself would buy part of the run fully self-taught, you know, I had failed GCSE and IT and I dropped out of school when I was 16. But at that point I was already building flash websites in action. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I come, we did a team building exercise the other day and it was like, you know, what do you think the strengths are? And I was, I, I said it in part, I was thinking about it because of your podcast about neurodiversity, but I said, you know, that that's a big part of it. And I've always felt that I've always thought outside the box and it's yeah. something that developers in previous roles have picked up on, but yeah, yeah but back to your point about, um, the, the code, um, you know, the quality of the code when it comes to pair programming versus yeah. and mob programming versus, um, by yourself, um, traditionally as, as a programmer working by yourself, you know, you'd make the changes, you do the piece of work that you're designated to do, and it's working in like an agile environment or, you know, like something similar yeah. in, in, in a squad and you'd make your changes and you'd push that up to the repository of code. But before it gets merged into the, the main code, the code that's going onto the live website, yeah. you have to get another developer to review it to uh, go through, make sure the code's all up to stand, standard and ideally that it's done in the best way that it can be, you know, performance, et cetera. It's basically to get another set of eyes on it and make yeah. sure that you've done Spot the best check. job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but the problem with that is, uh, and I've, I've done this myself, is you can end up missing a lot from that. A lot of context, you've basically got a screen where you're looking at the previous code and the new code that's coming in and you're comparing it. And like you can miss so much from that. I mean, you can look at how the website's working with this new code, but you don't get to understand like the context of what the, the developer was thinking at the time and yeah. why they've took that approach. And like when you're pair or mob programming, like you've just got that as, as a side effect of what you're doing. Um, you know, it's 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 so wonderful for that. I, I've I've had it myself. Um a few times where I've done something I'm like why are, you do, why are you doing it that way and again like as I said before yeah. as a programmer you don't take that as criticism you, you take that constructively and yeah say or, or you counteract it with your own arguments if you if you've got you know if you've got your opinion on why it should be done a certain yeah. way and that can be constructive to them so it, yeah. it works both ways as well especially you, because with more, more programming you're meant to switch between the developers and we'll touch on that in a bit but go on go ahead yeah no, so just touching on that we've you said you know you, you'll do something and then they'll ask why have you done this um this way have you ever had it where you were um, where you've like dis disagreed on, on do you know how how does that happen if if is because that could be a con couldn't it if you haven't got a collaborative team like your current team like singe and it might be a bit of a not as i won't say toxic environment but not a friendly um environment and you've you're sort of clashing with two different styles of of solving a problem it's definitely, definitely be a con. 100%. Yeah. And I, I, I'm lucky that my experience with mob and pair programming has never encountered that. But I've been in environments, certainly, where there's a clash between developers and like, I, I would have hated pair programming with them because yeah. you, you, wouldn't, you, you just have to be fighting everything that you're saying. And like, mm. I, I'd imagine, though, in, in that sort of squad, they probably wouldn't adopt pair and mob programming yeah. because they wouldn't see the benefit of it when they're doing it. So, so that, uh, yeah, that's what on to the next question. So... The, the culture and the collaboration needs to be spot on to implement a good, you know, successful mob and pair programming. Like I've been really lucky that the roles that I've had, and in fact, most of the roles that I've been in, are, I've been in, because I come from a contracting background where I've, I've worked from many different companies mm. um, that I've gone on, gone on full-time at Cinch. Um, but yeah, that, there's been roles that I've been in where I've wished that I could stay on there, but there have been a couple of roles that I've been in, and again, not naming any names, where that I couldn't wait to get out. Yeah. And... At those times, like looking back on it, like 
I'm glad that obviously we weren't pair programming because the, the heads that were put in, like, I, yeah. I just couldn't get my voice across. And there yeah. was many, many, many different reasons, political, individual, company-wide. Like, yeah. there, there were so many different factors in those couple of roles. That, that, But there was no way that me, myself, um, especially as a contractor, one of them was a perm role. Um, but yeah, why like, I wouldn't have been able to actually get mm. my point across. Yeah. Um, not, not without working too hard. Um, yeah. So that, yeah. Side as well, um, if you mentioned it, but he could obviously create more collaboration um, and, and help with, you know, we've, um, we've crossing over ideas as well and bond the team together with them all working together and a bit of teamwork, working on, on, on the ticket. But like you said, you know, you've got to have that foundation first. Um, where people, like you said, aren't putting heads. Yeah. Is there any it's other, so any other like, benefits you think like, that, that stand out that we've not touched on? I know we've sort of touched on like the more social side. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was I, a good question actually here. If there was, say, a software house that's thinking of implementing pair or mob programming, um, is there anything you'd, you'd say to them? You know, to, to to show them like the benefits of of implementing it. Yeah. So so going back um going back to what you said about is, is there anything we haven't touched on? I can think of like there's one thing that I was actually just thinking about just before you said that. Um, yeah. And that was going back to what you were saying about like the social side of it and the the personal side of it. Um, I was touching on mental health. Like there's one thing that I didn't touch on there. And, um, that's with mob programming you, you tend to have a rule where each developer is only working on it for like a set interval let's say 30 minutes time right um and then like you you meant to hand it over to the next one and that way you know you will get an equal amount of time and an equal input um but yeah. also like it saves you from burning out massively um mm. and also just having another another mind working on it saves you from burnout you don't end up going down red herrings as much um yeah. the amount of problems that are spotted uh because of another pair of eyes before like it would have happened that would have probably took me ages um yeah. So one of my clients I've got, I've got in mind at the moment, they um, nine people in two squads, but they're testers. They've got actual testers on, not they don't do unit testing. QA, like yeah, they've got they've got QA function. Yeah, yeah, so okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, and and you know QA is uh, a part, especially QAEs. I mean, even QAs because having that higher level. That's what I said before about BAs and POs going into it. Um, but if, if you've got that higher level and people who are looking at it from a point of view outside of a programmer, that can help fundamentally mm-hmm. as well. You know, someone who's looking at it from the point of view of testing, they're, yeah. they're probably already run, running through testing it in their head and they're looking at it and thinking, mm, you know, mm. that's that's not like yeah. user acceptable. Well, um, so from, from sort of, obviously, just being, having low, like, you know, solo developers, you know, doing tickets to say, you know, these guys even implementing, do they only implement, say, pair programming? Yeah. So, what what benefit would would they would they see if they doubled up on the tickets? I mean, no, because you don't, I've not really. I'll give you a really open question here. You know, no, no, of course, any of variables, course. but yeah. The, the the thing is that it might not be. You know, like more programming might not be better for them. They might find that pair programming is actually better for them. They might find yeah. that in, individual programming is. You know, it's it's always. Um, you know what what. Case. The variables. Yeah, yeah. What fits your case? But you know, there's benefits to more programming that pair programming might not have. I mean, traditionally, pair programming is just between two developers. You know, you can easily do pair programming with a QA and a. But I, what I've experienced is that pair programming. It's not like that. It's, it's pair programming between two developers. That might be back end yeah. and front end. 
part of it, another part of it is the reduction of meetings because like you're working together and because it's more programming where like you're bringing in the whole team. Like if you need to bring in the designer, you just bring in the designer on the piece of work. You don't have to set up a meeting. Yeah. Like you're just saying, oh, I'm working with you more today. on agile, this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. It is more yeah. agile. So like, you know, I, I, I might think I want to do it this way, but I'm worried that if I do it this way, when it goes to code review, of the developers going to be like, why have you done it that way? And then you have yeah. to defend yourself. But when you when you're mob programming and pair programming, of course, yeah. you're, do, you're doing that in real time, so you yeah. get to get that discussion straight real away. Made feedback really, isn't it? On it, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and there's there's also the side of it of technical debt. Um, with technical debt, you know that's usually stuff that comes out of almost unfinished work or work that's been done and has missed something. Right. Um, but when you've got other pairs of eyes, again, talking about from a whole team point of view, not just a programmer, if you've got like, you know, a, a, a designer coming in on it or like a BA, like, um, or, or a PO, like they're going to spot things that you're not going to spot when you're building it. Cause when you get so far down into the nitty gritty, you're basically focused on the task at hand and yeah. you, you can get, it's, it's hard to see the bigger picture. Like it's a real talent to st- even step back and see the bigger picture. And even when you can do that, you're still going to miss things. But if yeah. you've got another, another brain there, another pair of eyes, like, especially with that diversity, mm. um, both on, on the, on the, you know, um, career side and position side and, yeah like you say on the actual um you know diversity within people yeah you save so much time like um yeah. making mistakes and and missing things that and like you flipped on there um with regards to you know solving the problem in real time um and and not getting it all the way into production um and then solving the problem um, exactly yeah the, not- yeah the amount of overhead that comes with that you know it can be a nightmare and you can end up finding yourself out in a panic fixing that thing so then you mm-hmm. might end up rushing fixing it and it doesn't come out as good quality just to um, get it in production to get it live yeah, ex- exactly deadlines, yeah yeah no, exactly cool, cool. I, I think that pretty much covered everything is there anything you want to touch on at all like we feel um, like no, I, th- I think that if, if anyone's interested in mob programming, you know, there's there's so much um, documentation and guides out there. Um, you know, there's stuff on the Agile Alliance um, that, in fact, I've got a couple of my notes at the end there from. Um, that are, they're incredible and they, they explain it in ways that are so easy to understand and you can just you can yeah. basically um, infer the benefits just from reading it. And it's not hard to implement. You yeah. know, you can, just, you can just try it for a few days. If it's not working for you, Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Trusted Tech Talks podcast with me, Aidan Popo, and my guest speaker, Ricky Duckworth, a senior software engineer at Cinch. If you've enjoyed this discussion around the pros and cons of pair programming and have any further questions for me or Ricky, please get in touch via LinkedIn um, or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on LinkedIn, Spotify, so you never miss another Trusted Tech Talks episode.